Eric's like, obviously me either. <laughs> so the great outdoors. <clears throat> that was the opening feature. And then we saw coming to America. Well, as soon as they go, the royal penis is clean. I could. I still remember my parents looking at each other, being like, "We probably shouldn't have brought the kids." <laughs> it's an R-rated movie, and like growing up, they never had an issue until my dumbass, my brother, was like, "Let's watch Nightmare on Elm Street," and I was like three or four, and I'm like, "Yeah, I really want it. I really want it." And we were staying in the <clears throat> in Durango, and my parents were in one room, and we were in the other, the three kids. So I like ran over, and I was like, "Can we? Can I please watch? Can we watch?" My parents were like. It's fine, you can watch it, you just can't. If you get nightmares, you'll never be able to watch another scary movie again. I was like, that's fine. It was instant nightmares. Wait, like which for, show was it? Which one was it? Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, it was Nightmare on Elm Street. Well, yeah. It was like nightmares for days. <laughs> I mean, like everywhere I looked. Then I wouldn't fall asleep because the whole premise of the movie is as soon as you fall asleep, Freddy Krueger will get you. I was going to say, it was Freddy Krueger, right? So, I mean... Is he the one with... Yeah. the one with nails? Yeah. And they had the horrible face and the bad sweater and the yeah. hat. Yeah. And then... What was Jason? He had the white mask on. That was... Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th, okay. Mm-hmm. And then there was Halloween. So I wasn't allowed to watch any scary movies after that until I was in high school. But then they took me on my 12th birthday to go see Schindler's List, which gave me even more nightmares. And there was this weird... It's confusing... a heavy movie. Oh. So good, but it's heavy. But there's weird, confusing things going inside a kid, too, because I'm fucking German. And my grandfather was a Nazi. <laughs> so I'm going, what a horrible human being he was. <laughs> so. Was he really a Nazi? Yeah. Are we recording? Oh, we're recording. Oh. Oh, okay. Well, welcome back to I Wish I Was Dead. I'm your host, Neil Merritt. With us, as always, is Eric, the IT guy. He's opening a bottle of mead. And back again. Like herpes is Misty, God, <laughs> our best friend in the entire world. Yes, just Misty Nisi. Yeah, th- there you go. Yeah, our little flare up. <laughs> oh my God. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Yeah. We know how to make a girl feel welcome. I'm like, you're never going to get rid of me now. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> you're stuck with me for life. Well, it's just what it is, you know? <laughs> You can push it away or just accept it, and we've accepted it. It's so. <laughs> fantastic. That makes me. That makes a girl feel so good. Oh, it's just, just trying to be funny. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, hopefully we got the. Anyways. Yeah. What are we talking about today? Well, following in, I wish I was dead fashion. Let's go with dating nightmares. Bum bum bum. We've had a uh, Dave Glazer um, from Be Real. What was it? Believe. Be, be real and be bold. Be bold, dating yeah. podcast on, and he's so like analytical and like structured with when it comes to dating, which I fucking hate. <laughs> Dave, if you're listening, you know I hate it, so it's not a big deal. I think he likes being your friend. I can he tell. loves it, and not yeah. only that, but like you like being his friend too. I do. Yeah, he's a great looking guy. He's a nice guy. Um, the whole dating stuff though is a little like. Not really in my realm anymore. You should meet him, actually. We should have we should have had him on this podcast. He kind of takes over, though. He wants to talk about all the <laughs> like the dating stuff, and I'm just like, I don't really care. <laughs> don't know if my listeners do or not, but let us know. Email us at I wish I was dead d e d podcast at gmail and tell us what you think about Dave. <laughs> but anyway, so we got Misty here. We I have 
you saw my stack of papers and stuff that I've done. I've been busy, busy. You more. have been busy. I can't believe there's so many topics. You've done a lot of research. Yeah, and so like today we're going to talk about dating, um, horror stories. Um, I also pulled restaurant and um, service industry horror stories. Oh, okay. And then just for fun, my family is weird. If we get to it, we might, we might not. Who knows? Let's my family see. is weird. Yeah. Topic. There's a, so like, I've, have you ever heard of Ranker online? Maybe. Uh, there's a lot of stuff on Facebook that you'll see, and there's another site, uh, their sister site is Graveyard Shift, where it's all the creepy stuff, mm -hmm. but Ranker, like, it, it makes lists of, like, stuff from Reddit, or, like, people, like, they have, like, you know, crazy secrets that could ruin my life, and, like, there's 26 crazy secrets that these people have that they, oh, like, like confess to on Reddit, and that'll be on the next episode. Mm, okay. But today we're going to do dating and breakups, <clears throat> so... Dating's and, dating and breakups, okay. And so earlier you were telling us um, off record, I wanted to see if there was any stories you'd like to put on record of some of your dating horror stories. You don't have to say names or anything. God, but. there's so many though. Like that's like, there's, I mean. There's some bad ones. Well, if you want, we could start with yeah. some of the stuff I found on Ranker. So. Yeah, either way. I'm happy to, happy to share, but I'd like um, to start with that and I can incorporate some of my stories, like when I sharded in my pants, not with you, but on a date in Dallas. I actually did that at a golf tournament. Yeah. That so was this bad. is a reoccurring thing. That was probably, <laughs> <laughs> that's happened to me twice in my adult life. Yes. And um, it actually yeah, happens that was a, to everybody. That was a horror date for him, I'm sure. I don't think he knew. I ended up having to take off my panties, like in the restroom and the, um, out of the, what is it called? The uh, port Okay, so you've already right there. Like, why don't you start from the beginning and let's go through this? <laughs> well, I mean, it was just, we were at a golf tournament, the Byron Nelson, and it was me and my girlfriend and her husband and Dallas, was on Texas. A date in Dallas. Mm -hmm. Circa name, what year? Uh, this was circa, oh gosh, hold on, let me think. 2000, oh my gosh, maybe 2008 or 9. Okay. I don't even really remember how it happened, but I have a feeling that we, probably we were obviously drinking and I looked at Jen and I said oh my god I think I just shit my pants <laughs> and, she, and I'm on a date with this guy at a golf tournament at a golf tournament and so were you I'm wearing like, white um actually Jen I was talking to Jen about it this morning she told me she goes I think you were wearing white and oh I'm my like god. oh my god I think I had white shorts on I don't remember but I just remember I do remember having to take off the panties in the um porta potty and yeah clean myself up and I'm guessing, were you in a skirt? I don't know. It was either a white skirt or white shorts. I know that was always a dressy event, so it could have been likely that I was in a white skirt. So no jumping could... the rest of the day after you took off your panties? No. No, no, no. I didn't do much. No, I was scared. I was going to be scared and shit myself at that point. You know? That's what you or call a chocolate clam. Else. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I always have these stories about pooping myself. That's not impressive. This is why I'm single. Well, anyway. I mean, we all do it. It's all happened to somebody at once, at one point in their adult life. I'm going to go another. with three times in my adult life. I mean, sometimes where I didn't you can't trust help a fart. it. Yeah, you yeah. can't trust a fart sometimes, and it just happens. So you were on a date with a guy. So does he know that you did this? I don't. I can't. I don't think so. No. No. Absolutely not. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was gonna. Did you get lucky that night? No, I don't think. No, I didn't sleep with him. I, no, I'm going to go with no on that one. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I don't remember, but I'm going to go with no. It's a good thing. Did you ask him if he was wearing kaloshes because he's going to be trekking through the mud? It's <laughs> so disgusting. No. All my, my stories. Okay, so I pulled, let's see. What am I trying to do? 
Signs your significant other is falling out of love with you. Or horrible breakup stories. Let's see the horrible breakup story. Okay. So this one is from a person on Reddit. And they weren't actually a part of this. They were a witness of it. And it goes, my husband and I were out to eat at an awesome sushi bar on the weekend. It, it is packed and we were sitting at the U-shaped sushi bar. Most people at the bar there eat raw amakase. What is that word? Oh my God. Amakase. Oh, I had um, amakase style. Is amakase that style. Okay, so amakase style, uh, you don't order. You just tell the chef like what you don't like and he gives you the sushi in small plates until you say stop. So it's a social it's a social thing, and you're interacting with the chef the chef a lot, so he knows like what direction to go next. Mm-hmm. So you're just kind of like I've done that. It's almost like Benihana, you know, when you go to Benihana and they're doing all the stuff and cutting it up. And yeah, you're talking anyway. So it's like sushi style sushi version of Benihana. So next to it, the reader or the writer goes on. Next to us is a couple in their early fifties or so, no rings. The guy calmly tells the woman right after they sit down that he's been cheating on her. And she can deal with it or not. He doesn't care. She Those were his exact words? Yeah, that's what... Like, wow. He sits down and he's like, by the way, I've been cheating on you. What you can dick. do whatever the hell you want. I don't really care. Aww. She understandably gets upset, but is trying not to make a scene. So she asks them to leave so they can talk in private. He says no and just keeps hovering or hovering down sushi. So he just keeps eating. I would have thrown my glass of wine or something in his face. I would have made a fucking scene. Oh, I would have made a scene. I have no problem making a scene with someone I have no like problem with yeah. taking my glass of wine and throwing it in his face. Anyway, keep going. Good for you, classy lady, though. You hold it together. Yes, that's right. Ne- okay, then she is crying and asks the usual <laughs> questions. What did I do wrong? What do they have to do? What do they have that I don't? Do you even care about me anymore, etc.? He answers her in great sexual detail why all of these other women are better than her in bed, critiques her BJ technique, tells her he doesn't like her haircut, and just more awful things. Oh my god. In between talking to the chef about his food, (laughs) this guy's a winner. By this point, the both of them are oblivious to the fact that the 25 other people at the bar can can all hear them and are super uncomfortable. I gather that he drove them there and she doesn't have a phone. So I put my phone on the bar and wordlessly offer it to her so she can call someone to come get her. She starts bawling harder and says she can't call anyone because they live hours away and came to the city for a romantic getaway. He shrugs and they go back to arguing. This goes on for about 45 minutes. He ate all her food too. When he is finally done, they pay and leave. The chef apologizes to all of us for that and pours a sake shot on the house for us. It was the most awkward dinner ever. I have no idea why the dude picked that moment to tell her this. Just before he started, they had asked us <clears throat> what we were having and seemed to be fine with each other. Can you imagine? No. That's it. That's, that's the whole story. That's did it? Wait, go back to where he was critiquing her. Did it say that okay, he had so, had multiple partners with other people, or did it just say no? He well, it says like uh, he says no. Just, well, he says women. He says, he answers her in great sexual detail why all these other women are better than her in bed. Critiques her BJ technique. Tells her he doesn't like her haircut. Just awful things. Were they married? No, there was no rings. Um, I wonder how long they had been dating. It sounds like they maybe lived together. No? I don't, I don't know. Tell. But why would you take someone to a far off city to have an awful conversation like that with them? Yeah, no, that's terrible. I've... Yeah, to have to ride back with someone after a breakup. I've done that. Oh, God. An hour and a half. It's not fun. 
What uh, did you guys talk about? I definitely we we didn't talk. Uh, no, I don't think. I think there may be were two or three sentences. That's it. How long did you date? Well, a year. Yeah, a year probably. But to do that in public like that, that that guy's a dick. Yeah, I mean that's definitely. I wish I was that moment for everybody for sure. that was sitting at that sushi bar. Can you imagine listening to this and you're mm-hmm. just trying to have dinner, and so you're in a communal area. Yeah, good for him for giving them a sake shot. They probably needed it. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, so you were talking about a story outside. Oh, which one about the guy that I met that had smoked meth or something the night before? Yes. Yeah. Uh, mm, that's a good one. That's a that guy's a winner. Um, yeah, I had just moved to Denver. Um, I, I won't share his name. I don't, I, I believe I remember his name, but it, it's obviously been, what, eight, eight or nine years ago. So he was from Texas. He was good looking. I think, I want to say he was like an attorney, maybe. I can't remember now <laughs> off the top of my head. So I probably should keep his name. Yeah. Hush, hush. But, um, he, uh, you know, I was excited to meet him because I'm from Texas. I'm like, ooh, I just moved to Denver. Like, we have something in common. And I pull up to Stranahan's to meet this guy. Um, all excited. He is, you know, I'm dressed up, ready to meet this guy. I'm uh, looking forward to it. Walk, and I get out of the car, and he's smoking a cigarette outside, and he has a bandage. Like, his entire forehead is like a Band-Aid, like a big Band-Aid. And there's, like, blood bleeding through it. Oh. And, like, yeah, it's, like, oozing. It's it's obviously, like, a new wound, right? It's fresh. Yeah, fresh wound. And I introduce myself to this guy. We'll call him. Um, we'll call him Ted. Yeah, we'll go with Ted. I like Ted. And... I'm like, oh, hey, Ted, and Misty, you know, and he's like, oh, hey, hey, man, I'm so excited to meet you, and I'm like, yeah, what what, what happened to your head, and he's like, oh, I'll tell you inside, and he goes, I hope you don't mind that my buddy is sitting at the bar with me, do you care? Well, of course, in my head, I'm like, well, this is a date, like, I was really looking forward to it, so I was That's let, fucking annoying. I was let down. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, I was let down. That's, yeah, so we walk in. Not only does Ted have a bandage, bandage on his head, but his buddy... Jose has a huge black eye and I'm like looking at these two idiots like what the fuck is like what I don't understand and so I say to him hi introduce myself what happened to you and he was an MMA fighter so he had an excuse I guess quote unquote he ended up leaving so I'm like okay it's just awkward these two guys are both you know they both had these significant injuries it's odd he leaves and Ted and I you know are talking and he I had two beers on this date I remember because I wanted to have another one, but I'm like, I gotta go. Um, I asked Ted, so you never share share with me what happened to your to your head. And he said, Oh, I drank too much at some wine bar on Broadway, and um, I get in this taxi, and I ended up. And he thought it was funny. He pulled out this license of this um, I don't know this South African taxi cab driver here in Denver, and he said, Oh, I accidentally like left the taxi cab with this driver's license, this guy's license, and his jacket, and I'm like. Dude, you need to get that back to him. And, he's, yeah. and he was laughing. He thought it was funny. I'm like, that is not cool. Like, yeah. that is not cool. Yeah. And so I'm like, this story is just uh, fucking weird. And he's like, yeah, I ended up at somebody's house, like, smoking meth. And I'm like... What? No, my the words out of my mouth, like, I don't even know. How do you smoke meth? Like, I don't know. I mean, is it out of the spoon? Do you... Well, like, I, went you, to, I don't know. I went to a out. party once. I had this awesome friend in college, and she took me to one of her parties. And she was the first... <laughs> Black girl I ever met, and she was awesome. Her name was, her name was Dana. Yeah, we're no, Dana. there's no connection. Yeah. it's been years. 
And um, so her and I went to this party and yeah, you do smoke meth. You put it on like a piece of foil and you hold the foil and then no. they light it. I've never smoked meth. No. Like just know. so you know. I've but I remember wondering what the fuck was going on at this party because all these people pulled out these foils and these like rocks on this foil and they were like lighting it and like Gross. then they were smoking the fumes or like through a straw from it. And when she finally told me, she's like, I was like, what is that? And she was like, oh, that's meth. And I was like, yeah. and I was the only white guy at the party, mind you. <laughs> okay. And so I just told her, I was like, um, I got to peace out. And she's like, why? And I'm like, because they're going to get all fucked up and it's going to be kill whitey time. I got to get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so I just left. <laughs> and then the next morning, like, um, or the next day we were at school and I was like, so do you smoke meth? And she was like, no, it was just my, my homies do. And, uh, and I was like. We need no homies and they're going to sit there and get all fucked up. It was no, weird. No, I feel like that's so bad. No, I don't know. I That was my question out of my mouth. I'm like, how do you... First of all, I, I was a... I couldn't even believe that he shared that with me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I you think don't even he, know him. He was still... I'm pretty sure he was still stoned. Like, he looked high or something. And... I don't think it's stoned, though. I think they're or, still tweaking. Oh, is I don't know. Is that what it is? I, I, I don't know. I don't know anything about that. I think it's tweaking. That. I don't know. Um, but I'm certain... And he thought it was a funny story. And I'm... my response was I don't even know how to smoke meth and anyway to finish the story he apparently busted his ass and he fucking like hit his head on the sidewalk and he I can't even believe he showed up for the date like I wouldn't show up for a date like after partying all night and having an injury on my we had a guy once when I was managing a bar who showed up and he the guy's like a realtor in Chicago now he's like real successful but he had like a meth problem too and when I was Bar, like when I was bar managing, when I was the bar manager of this club, like all these guys would show up and they, they had major drunk issues, like drug problems. But this guy showed up and he was crouching down under the windows looking outside when he showed up for work and he was freaking out. And he said that there were snipers on the roof that were after him and then they, they were all going to get him and all this other stuff. And I eventually had to be like, dude, you got to go home. <laughs> like, I mean, that sounds like schizophrenia or something. Well, it makes you fucking crazy. It makes you hallucinate like that? Well, yeah, and I was younger. I was like 24 at the time or something. And that was when I was like, I will never try those. You gotta be out of your fucking mind. If that's what it makes you do. I don't even know what it looks like. Yeah, I just just couldn't believe that someone would show up on a first date. And (laughs) he was a fucking hot mess, man. He was like sweating and like bleeding and ugh. Anyway, so that was, that's it. That was one of my first dating adventures in Denver. What about the guy that has to wear the thing on his face? Oh, the CPAP guy? Yeah, you should tell that story. I mean, it was so comical. And, um, yeah, so I was at the Lakeview Lounge. And if anyone here in Denver knows the Lakeview, I think it's the number one dive bar in Denver. It is a a hole in the wall. Okay, first of all, the first time you take Eric and I to the Lakeview... The bartender is the biggest piece of shit dickhead I've well, ever met he was in my a, he entire was like a, life. He, he was the old, oh, yeah, he's not there. He was only there for a couple of weeks, but um, me and some of my girlfriends that live over, like, in Sloan's Lake. On what did he say to town. us when we walked in and we were all like, what the, what the hell? I can't remember. I can't remember what he had said. I think I had asked something about Jack, like, where's Jack? Oh, I, yeah. Because I know Jack. And, and he's he like, he like, gives a shit where Jack is. Yeah, I'm your bartender that's tonight. Exactly what and we said. were all like, wow, yeah. somebody's got a metal rod stuck in his ass. Anyway, so, yeah, so I had a date, and I had a date, and uh, me and this guy went to, 
Did you I, just do I, air quotes with your date? Well, it wasn't really a date. Okay, come on. So I just met him <laughs> at the bar. Funnier, it's funnier. It's funnier. This has been years bar. ago. I haven't done that. I think it was the last time. Anyway, so I, the last time I Everyone has met, one night stands. I know. So it was. It was a one night stand. And I meet this guy at the bar. I never do that shit. Anyway, he introduces himself. He's a nice looking guy, whatever. And he is a bounty hunter. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, that just seems like that's not Does real. Does he know dog? I think that he worked for dog. He lived in Edgewater, and you know, a dog's dog's uh, office is right there off of Sheridan. That's right. Yeah. So, dog. so he was a bounty hunter, and so I'm like, okay, I need you to tell me exactly, like, what do you do? Like, you know, and oh, I hunt down bad guys. I'm like, really? Come oh, on. Okay. And he pulls out his like handcuffs from like in his jacket, and I'm like, oh, that's kind of like hot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh. <laughs> anyway, so we enjoyed each other's company. He came over later. And, um, I, we were just hanging out, like nothing, you know, significant happened. And he was going to leave and I said, you know what, you should stay the night. And he said, okay, no problem. I'm, I'll stay the night, but let me hop on my bike, his motorcycle, and I'll be right back. I need to grab something. And I'm like, okay, cool. So the guy leaves, comes back 12, 15 minutes later and has a bag with him and it's a CPAP machine. And I think to myself... <laughs> This is middle age. <laughs> I was only 41 at the time. I'm 40, almost 44 now. I'm like, oh my God, this is middle age. And I wake up. And I thought he had it with him. I was going to be like, no. oh my God, this guy was prepared. No, 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 no. He didn't have it on the back of his bike, but he went home to get it so he could stay the night with me. And I wake up to like, like this Darth Vader next to me. And I'm like, oh my God, like what? Wait, what is this? So I take his picture. I send it to all my friends. I'm such a bitch. And all of my friends are like, that's the funniest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. And I'm like, it is hysterical. And then one of my friends was like, Misty, that's really mean. I'm like, I don't give a shit. Like, that's funny. It's <laughs> fucking funny. Um, I had seen, yeah, and I never talked to him again. No, I mean, I did casually. Was he good looking? Yeah, he was. Mm, yeah. Oh. I mean, for the, yeah, for the light view. I mean, you, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a light view. Anyway, by the way, I'm going to go ahead and give advertisement, throw props to Lakeview because it is, that place is so busy now. Like there's, um, it, that side of Denver is growing a lot. So yeah. there's, it's. This episode crop. is sponsored by the crop. Lakeview Lounge. <laughs> Get a PBR and a shot of Fireball for $3 on Tuesdays. <laughs> and a free cigarette. <laughs> and a free cigarette. Half smokes. By Jack the bartender. Um, that's. Yeah, that was so that's on the dating story, but that was a yeah, that, I mean, it was one of my this is a hookup story. Yeah. I mean, that's dating, it's a hookup story. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's a good one. I'm trying to rack my brain and think if I have any, I can't really think of any of that I had back in the I day. I feel like maybe you dated a vampire once. Oh, that's right. yeah, uh -huh. I can't say his name because I was looking we're at still that, friends. I was looking at that profile this morning. Uh, yeah, okay, so I did, I did date somebody, and he's all Weird. into cosplay. And now he's into cosplay. He was back then, but so he was telling us that he does this vampire cosplay and that um, we should go to Milk. They have yes. a vampire. Were you with me? Yes. Where I got in trouble for taking pictures and videos of all those people yes. and laughing remember, at them, and I'm the remember, only one there. The, like the Phantom of the Opera guy. Remember he was like dancing yeah. and he had it on video, and I lost that damn video. And I that is one of the yeah. Well, the security guy came over and yelled at me. He's like, "Dude, you're not making any friends here by videotaping and taking pictures of everybody." And I'm like, "These people are freaks." And the security guy goes, "I understand that, but you came on Vampire Night," and I was like. 
oh fuck yeah he's like they're gonna kick the shit out of you if you don't stop you don't understand everyone in this bar like had like fake teeth like their eyes were white oh they were all about it they had like a corset like dudes with really long hair and whips and chain it's just and i'm wearing a shirt from hollister and ripped up jeans i'm like in a polo i'm like in like a polo and you know whatever i mean neil and i stuck out like yeah well and then stefan dressed up as a vampire and then the next he stayed with me he stayed over at my place that night and then he had to walk home and I'm like, do you want me to drive you home? He's like, no, that's fine. And I'm like, he probably wanted you look like a freak. Yeah, he wanted it. He's a vampire. So he, yeah. he hovers in, a, you know, he lives He's at not night. really a vampire. He walked home in the daylight. He was oh. fine. Oh, he didn't melt or. But he does have a, he had a tattoo of a phoenix on his penis. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh and I was God, like, see, Neil's got I, some good stories. Too. I thought it was a bad. Um, I totally forgot I thought, about this. <laughs> at first, I was like, uh, "Is that a bad um, <laughs> birthmark?" And then I was like, "Wow, it's that's a crazy birthmark. It's like it looks like a bird." He's like, "Oh, it's a rising phoenix." And I was like, "Okay." It's a rising, yeah. Well, then is. he showed me the whole tattoo, air quotes, the whole tattoo, <laughs> and I was like. Oh, God. It was the weirdest thing in the world. I was like, I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> Sorry, Eric. The rising thing. This was seven years ago. <laughs> this was way long ago. Oh, my gosh. That, yeah. Was... And then I've had other people that have, like, just... that. There was one friend who came over to our house, and there was nothing that I... I didn't want anything to do with them. I was single at the time, but um, we were living in that, that like, um, penthouse... Um, downtown off of Logan. Oh like, yeah, I'm with 20. Dickhead. Yeah, yeah. and so um, I call my roommate Dickhead because he's a dickhead. Um, hopefully he's listening. <laughs> Big finger. Um, so like, <laughs> <laughs> we're such assholes. I love you. This but, is why you're my best friend. But remember, like he comes over, he comes over to our house. You were there, and then you left, and so we were all sitting there, and we had a hot tub on our patio, and so everybody got in the hot tub. I didn't get in the hot tub because it was in the middle of the summer, summer, and it was hot. And I don't do well with hot weather. So he gets in the hot tub naked. This guy does. And there's my roommate, the person he's dating, and then I'm inside watching TV. And then my buddy, buddy, air quotes, shows up and then strips naked and gets in the hot tub. And I'm like, okay, this is getting a little... Wait, can you mouth to me who you're talking about? That's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. So the guy, like, he's naked in the hot tub. I go to bed and I'm like, all right, well, this is weird. Um, next thing you know, and everybody was drinking that night. And I do remember like I wasn't drinking for some reason. I was just, I think it, it was like a weekday night and I was like, and my roommate had some dude over and it was always awkward whenever he had his, the dude over. So anyway, so I went to bed and I wake up in the middle of the night <clears> to somebody <throat> crawling into bed, still wet and then spooning me. Mm-hmm. And then like, and then I looked over, it was my friend my naked friend and he was butt ass naked and then he got I was like get off me like no what the hell are you doing and then that was like what started this whole like them not never talking to me again then he gets all butt hurt and like throws a fit and like gets dressed and just leaves oh and I was like yeah what the hell am I supposed to do like I'm so sorry but like I didn't give you any sign or inclination that this was okay (laughs) not to mention who told you to get naked in front of two other dudes in my hot tub? Well, and neither one of those guys, though, my roommate and the, the guy who was with them, they didn't get, they never got naked. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I've, uh, I've seen some of those 
hot tub moments with uh, that crowd. That's all I'm going to say, you know? Well, and then my roommate one night dumped an ashtray full of cigarette butts in there. And remember, like, the, the rest of the time the water was yellow. Jackass did? Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, I was thinking about it, and I, I definitely would make note. Um, so for you, all you ladies out there, definitely don't got data. I wouldn't date a guy with a flip phone. That's bad. That's, that's bad news, yeah. Why? I've just, never heard this before today. Well, I mean, I don't necessarily have like personally and a personal like experience with it but i feel like any guy that has a flip phone in this day and age like that's not their real phone like that's a phone that they oh, bought you see what i'm saying phone. it's a burner phone oh. so they probably have like a girlfriend or a wife even oh. though i did date kevin i'll go ahead and just put his name out there i don't care but um and he had girlfriends i mean he had you know like i think let's talk about good old kevin you mean the guy that i does Eric know this story? You him? need to start from the beginning because I witnessed all of this shit. <laughs> and all I got to say is when you get to that part where we meet him at the garage in the Golden Triangle, remember? And I was like, I am not impressed with this guy. But this, like, start from the beginning. You were living at the coma by yourself, right? Uh, no, no, no. Julie and I were living in the Highlands. He lived in yes. the coma, remember? That's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so I, yes, you need to tell this story. I met him out with a bunch of girls. Girlfriends one night dancing, and he's very tall and very handsome. Or, I, to me, he was. I don't know if anybody else thought, but anyway. So, um, God, that guy's bad news. Oh, I can't stand him. Anyway, so I we start hanging out, and I he's recently divorced, um, but he talked a lot about these other women that were like either ex girlfriends or just friends. Um, one of his ex girlfriends who lived in San Antonio. And we we're hanging out. When so, she was really ugly, we found her Instagram account. So, so I started like <laughs> this is the problem with dating these days. Okay, it wasn't like this in the '90s. In the '80s and '90s, it was like someone you know dating was completely different. Right now, there's you know social media and you know the internet. Right, and so you can dig up, you can find shit on people. And I'll I will tell you right now, as a recruiter, I am fantastic at like finding shit out on people. Yeah, I think it's probably not necessarily the right thing to do. So if you meet someone new, like it probably shouldn't go and research them but because that's the fun part of dating is like learning you know learning about someone but i was picking up erica i was picking up all these signals that something just wasn't adding up but well, wait, wait wait hold on a second though so you're hanging out all this other stuff the guy like he does like he morph speeds into like i think you're amazing i think i'm falling in love with you i think you're great and he was a tall good looking guy i don't know that he, he never said he was falling in love with me but we spent a lot of time I don't think he ever, he might have, I'll be honest with you, I can't remember now. Oh my God, he was all, like, you said that he, like, you guys went to bail together, like, you guys yeah. were, like, you guys oh, were, like, yeah, 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 no, like, it was, it was fast, but it was, it was very intense at the same yeah, time. Yeah, no, no, it was, it was very fast and very intense, it was only four And it was mutual, months. it wasn't just you, it wasn't no. just him, it was mutual. No, I, anyway, so, we're dating, I start, like, so I ask questions open it like i know how to get information out of people without them maybe like knowing it right and so what's your job it is my job and so i asked had asked a question about the female that he was dating in san antonio and when i looked i figured out who this female was yeah um and she wasn't cute like i said she was ugly she looked terribly drunk in all her photos so like anyway so i started doing research on this chick eric 
and it was 4th of July, remember? At my parents' house in Grand Lake. And he asked me, I had been traveling a lot, he said, do you want to go with me to Mexico? Well, um, you said something to me about it first, but we already had, your friend's going to be in town, your best friend's going to be in town, and we were going to go to Grand Lake at my parents' house. And like I remember you saying that, I'm like, well, we do this every year. Yeah. This is before Eric. Right. Like, like we do this every year. They they come in for Fourth of July. We go yeah. to Grand Lake, and you're like, "What should I do?" I go, well, "If you really want to go, go." But you were just in Mexico two weeks prior, and you're like, "I don't want to go back." That's to That's right. I think it was with Sarah for her fortieth. And you're remember? like, "I don't want to go back to Mexico." So I'm like, "I don't want to do Mexico. I'm gonna stay here." And I think I don't know. I don't know if he was just asking me to appease me or if he really. Anyway, let me finish the story and you'll understand what I'm saying. So he said he was going to go by himself. And not only that, but like this is another thing that he did. I remember this well. 45-year-old professional, very good-looking man, that he's going to he's decided he's going to go to Mexico by himself. And like and we invited him to come to Grand Lake instead. We That's said right. cancel your trip, just come up to Grand Lake with us That's and right. hang out with us for the weekend, okay. which he wouldn't do cuz he was just shady McShaderson. God, he's so bad. And so he's the worst. Not only that, but like what else was I going to say? Um at this point, he's telling Misty that he sees a future with them, that they really like each other, and this has been a couple weeks that's gone by. Yeah. And you're all fluttered and, and it'd into been, it. It'd, it'd, been yeah. about, it'd been about a little over a month. It was like five or six weeks. I mean, it was fast. So, fast forward, 4th of July, I know who this chick was who he was dating in San Antonio. And we they, find out at my parents' well, house. Well, so he had dated her... And I find I find her. He said it was his. He said it was his recently ex girlfriend that he just broke up with when he met Misty. And, and he broke up with the ex girlfriend to be with Misty is what he told Misty. Yes. So he. And he didn't have any social media. <laughs> he didn't have Facebook. And he no, didn't have Instagram. He, he, barely, he didn't have anything. He barely has a footprint on the internet. You know, and, and so, that's my biggest thing. Like, if you're gonna it, look, if you have a flip phone. He didn't. He didn't have a flip phone. But no you know, flip phone. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, look, if you have a flip phone. If you're anti Facebook and stuff, still just set up a profile so people know that you're a legit person and just leave it alone. Like, you don't have to post on there. You don't have to do anything. But as long as you have a profile, it's fine. This guy had no presence. But he was at in Cancun with his ex girlfriend and her Instagram account. Ex. Vanessa and I found it. Ex. No, you didn't. You found it up with Sarah. I know, but I was texting Vanessa and I said, "Oh my God!" And Vanessa, her this Facebook, this Instagram account was open. And Vanessa is one of Missy's really good friends. She used to live with, and they've been really tight for years. So, so. she, um, there are all these pictures of her and him and. Like, so I'm, oh, my boyfriend and I are here. And I'm like, dude, I thought that, like, in my head, I'm like, I thought they broke up. So I sent a screenshot to Vanessa and I'm like, check this out. And Vanessa, that. Well, and then we all went on our phones like, and just, like, pummeled this poor girl. This poor, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. But I'm like, he, what the fuck he, are you doing? He and Vanessa went onto their Instagram account. Yes. And then she had to block oh, yeah. us. Well, she blocked you too oh, because yeah. you did it too. Because she was like, it was like fireworks and celebrating with my boyfriend. And Vanessa goes, huh, that's interesting because he's got a few other women and, or there's another one. I was like, oh my God, that guy is dating my best friend. So, <laughs> in our photo. Long story, this long story short, and it, it actually gets even better because he had hooked up with one of my good friends and we didn't even know it. So what it came down to, I'll tell you more about that offline, but what it came down to is he... He was sleeping with everybody. And so I used to live at the Acoma. No, and David, who ran the front door, I was always at Kevin's house. And so I finally say something to David one day. And he goes, I don't know how you didn't know, Misty. And I go, what do you mean? I'm, I'm fucking here all the time. Like, I'm with him. 
And um, she, he goes, he had a different woman with him every night. And I'm like, what? Seriously. Like, his penis is like, like it's Ugh. been seen as, as much as like a national monument. So, I mean, everybody knows what it looks like. I'm. <laughs> it's got a freckle next to the like little thing. You oh know my God, <laughs> I've even seen it. I don't even know how. <laughs> Whatever. You're so close to it. I was just walking down the street one day and he's like, here you go. <laughs> Kidding. So, he never showed me his penis. Oh, I didn't want to see it. So, I was so fucking mad at this guy, I ordered hundreds of condoms, and I put his face on the packaging. And then she went out and handed them out to people. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And I had a big bowl of them, like a fish bowl, on my dining room table at home, and so I just... In fact, I still... You know what? Hold on. I just took a picture of him the other day. Why don't you send that picture to us so we can post it on our um, Facebook page? Here it is. We can blur out the face. So... It said, I called him Bob because I didn't want to put out his real name, but there's the package of condoms with his face on them. Anyway, Bob is an acronym for bag of balls. Like, I just can't stand him. <laughs> bag of balls. <laughs> I don't know. I was so angry in the moment I couldn't come up with a better acronym. So I'm like, are you sleeping with Bob too? So, yeah. Isn't that brilliant? I thought so. Though. No, that is. I thought that was brilliant. There he goes. He speaks. So, that's it. <laughs> I mean, you know, and I've dated, I think, really one guy since then for a little bit, but I don't, I don't date. I'm not a... I'm trying to think, like... Um, professional dater. I've dated, I dated that one guy that was really weird, do you remember? Um, from Wisconsin. Yes, I saw him on Facebook the other day. I forgot about him. Well, and, and He's, is he still around? He's still, is he still in here in Denver? I think so. I don't know. I, I think, think so. he is. I, I, he was very strange. But there was that one night that, um... I went over to his house, to his apartment, and he told me, I was like, hey, I'm locked out of my house, I need a place to stay, can you help me out? And he was like, yeah, you can come over here, and I was like, all right, I'm on my way. And I left my keys in the, like, I locked myself out of the apartment, and um, he said I could come over to his place, which was like 10 miles away, so I got a Uber, and I went to his house, mm-hmm. and I go to his house, and knock on the door, he didn't answer the phone. Didn't answer the phone, didn't answer the door, and I kept knocking, I'm like, Look, dude, I just want to sleep on your couch. Like, please, like, I, I, I owe you big time. I'll, you know, take you to dinner. And we were dating at the time. Just didn't, he, he's, like, literally five minutes before I got there. Yeah, just come over here. So I went over there. Didn't answer the door. Mm-hmm. So then I fell asleep in the lobby for, like, an hour or so. And I was like, fuck it, I'll just go back to my house. And Wait, then, hold on. Stop right there. What, what do you mean? What, do you, you, are you narcoleptic? Like, you just fall asleep in, like, the lobby of a building or what? It was 3 a.m. Oh, I needed to go to bed. Oh, it was 3 a.m. Gotcha. And so, like, okay. and I left my, I locked my keys inside my apartment. And so, so did he ghost you? Yeah, he just, like, as soon as I showed up, I knocked and knocked and knocked and he didn't, sh- and didn't answer the door or anything. And I got to the point where I started getting insecure because I'm like, oh, shit, like, I can't be too loud because it's 3 in the morning and they, it's an apartment building. Mm-hmm. So I was like, uh, I'll just go back home. So I went back home and I slept in front of my door until my roommate showed up. Until asshole? No, no, this is oh. uh, when I lived in Lowry. Oh, yeah. And so I slept in front of my door. Well, here's what happens. is Apparently on Sunday mornings, all my neighbors like to get up early and stuff. And I met all my neighbors while I was sleeping in my front door. I was like just covered in crap because I was like... And they're like, are you all right? And I'm like, I locked my keys inside my, my apartment. The office is closed. There's nothing I can do. So I just like laid there. And then eventually at 11 o'clock the next morning, I've been sitting there the whole, from 3 a.m. to 11 o'clock. My roommate showed up with whatever dude he was with and like let me in. Oh my God. And I got my keys. And then I went, I took a shower and then I went back out. (laughs) 
Wait, was that your roommate? I never met him. So that's when I had just met you. Wasn't he like really quiet or something? Yeah. 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 I never met him. And remember, like I always told you, like everybody's got these phobias. My phobia was quiet people. Yeah. Oh God, I can't stand quiet people. Don't yeah. nuts. I don't trust them. I don't trust them either. It's like there's something going on in their head. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, let's read another story about dating and then. Okay. So this is a breakup story since we went through all those. I'm not going to read you the subject line because um, it'll give it away. Okay. So it starts off with, this ended up being a mistake in retrospect. But when I was 18 and still in high school, well, here we go. This is going to be really mature. When I was 18 and still in high school, I found out my ex was cheating on me. I decided the solution was for me to cheat on her. I did. No one told her. I decided that maybe if I cheat on her with a friend of hers, then I'll get back to her. I did. No one told her. This continues. This is how it's written. I'm just telling I'm reading it how they're in. In less than two months, I've cheated on her with her entire circle of friends. This is seven girls plus another ten girls that knew her. At the end, I just got frustrated, broke it off. I told her I knew she cheated and that I cheated with her entire friend group. She didn't believe me. So those those aren't her real friends. Like friends don't do that to friends. No, but wait a minute. He huh. was eighteen. This was his, like eighteen year old girls. So he must have been really good looking if he could sleep with all of them though. He must have been because there's no. Still though, like you don't do that. That's not. That's not good girl code. Although I do know. I mean, it, it happens. You're also talking to a gay guy, and it's like no holds bars in some instances. When it comes to gay guys, like, I know guys... You guys sleep with everybody. No offense. Sorry, guys. No, no offense to anybody here. Well... I'm not stereotyping. I'm going to put the stereotype I would say, in I general, yes. That. Me, personally... You guys are just friendly. No, I don't think I... No. I'm like, I, I usually kept a pretty good coat. My ex used to get mad at me because I was... He just you're thought, the best one out of all of them. Like, you're... Well, you like, mean when it comes to sleeping around. Yes. Yeah. You're the best. Of, like, you're a normal guy. Yes. Well, and then, like, but I, like, I always wanted to find something real. You, you were always wanting so, more something serious. You're more real. Yeah. yeah. And everyone else just wanted to party and, like, you know. Like, I'll be your friend all day long, but I'm not going to, like, I don't like to. First of all, I think it's just weird, like, getting naked in front of anybody. Do you know what I mean? Like, I am a never nude. I will, like, take a shower. I, if I could, I would take a shower in my fucking underwear if I could. I just... Can't in your socks. do it in my socks, in my underwear, and like a hat with some sunglasses. You know, like that's like a perfect shower experience for me. So, but like it's just, I don't know. I just don't get those people that are just all like, <laughs> like, like let's just like, let's bang all day. You know? Gross. Uh, and everybody, you know, like there's so many people out there that's just mm. it's a lot of energy. That's also when you're younger. I don't, I don't hear of those stories so much anymore but I don't hang out with those people either anymore you know well you know I think what we should do since we do have a podcast I think we should go over some telltale signs of when your significant other is falling out of love with you because I found a list on ranker and if they're banging someone else that might well be yeah I mean and this was this list it's I think it's 26 items so we can we can bust through this real fast okay but this is things that like if people are like and I think it falls right into our I wish I was dead theme of like you know when you're going through that thing and you're wondering what's going on what's happening like you know mm-hmm. um, with your significant other why is everything so weird all of a sudden these are 26 
telltale signs of, you know, maybe, you know, I didn't count it right. Hold on. <laughs> Let me make sure it's 26. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11. Hold on. I can't say 26, okay. Okay. 12, 13, 14, 15. Maybe guesstimate? No, it's 15. Take a guesstimate. So 15, I, 26. All right, yeah. Okay, so I was alone off. But you know what? Math was not my I forte. was going to say elementary math. <laughs> so this was written by Katie Mack. Um, I found this on Ranker again. <laughs> Love my Ranker. Um, and I am not plagiarizing, but we're going to read what Katie said. So... Number one sign your significant other is falling out of love with you is... No sex. They don't want to make future plans. Okay. If your significant other has stopped making plans for the future with you, it may be a sign that, you, that they are no longer certain they want to be with you and have started considering your breakup to be a real possibility. Whether it be refusing to save up for a great vacation next year or dodging a friend's wedding that you both RSVP to next week... Such behavior is definitely a red flag. Okay. Okay. Are Number two. Are we going to read all of these? Yeah, it's only 15. Number two, that was really quick. That was quick. That was like... By the way, remind me about the ad- apology from a guy I dated that I received this week, which was really interesting. Anyway, keep going. I'll tell you in a minute. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. They become defensive. Mm-hmm. Open and honest discussions are important in any relationship. Even arguments are necessary and should be conducted in a healthy manner. But if the slightest comment seems to send your significant other into defensive mode, lashing out and projecting, they may be emotionally checking out of the relationship and are unusually impatient as a result. Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. I've, I've done that. I've, 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 seen, I've, I've seen all these signs. Yeah. You no longer feel like a priority, number three. One of the best things about being in a relationship. Because you're not. Exactly. Because you're not. They're not making you a priority. Sorry. Those sons of bitches. <laughs> and don't be. Don't apologize. You can interrupt all you want. Um, one of the. We can cut that. That sounded really condescending. Did you? You can interrupt all you want. Anyways. <laughs> one of the best things about being in a relationship is being that special person in someone's life. But as feelings fade, that special person can start to feel less important than other aspects of life. People who are losing their strong feelings for their significant other may stop making them a priority priority in their lives. Number four, no more dates. The beginning of a relationship is often filled with a flurry of fun and exciting dates. But as the relationship feels comfortable, this typically slows down. This is normal. But if the dates have stopped completely and your partner seems to dread alone times, they may be dealing with the loss of a spark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Number five, it feels like they're avoiding you. If you're, you're, well, I, because they are. Yeah, they are. And I totally ruined the beginning of that. They are, they're avoiding you. You're, you're so, your SO was always there. Significant other. Ah. <laughs> That's so significant other. Your significant other We're was bad always at there pop with culture you. Acronyms. You were practically inseparable, inseparable, and everything was better when you did it together. Now it's hard to even get a hold of them, and they never seem, and they never seem to never be able to make plans anymore. Is that a double negative? Now it's hard for them. It's hard to even get a hold of them, and they never to seem to never be available. That's a double negative. I think it's hard for you to read. I'm on Bumble. It is hard. Oh, I know this Katie guy. Katie Mack, like, I love you, but, like, this is hard to read. 
If this sounds familiar, your significant other might be creating distance between the two of you because they are planning to end things soon. Number six, they don't seem engaged. If your significant other seems to constantly be miles away when you are talking to them, that could be a sign that they are just not emotionally invested anymore. A lack of engagement and a sense of distance, even when you are in the same room, indicates a struggle, mm -hmm. a struggling relationship. They uh, stop asking about you. Number seven. Okay. A serious relationship is about inviting someone into your life and getting the same invitation in return. But as one falls out of love, they start to disengage from the life of their significant other. A person who is losing interest in their partner may stop asking about their lives or even just asking how their day was. This guy's cute. Oh, yeah. You should totally bone him. Hopefully he doesn't have a... What is it? I'm looking at Bumble or? as Neil's reading. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll get back uh, to Oh, someone's that. bored. I'm almost done. Yeah, okay. Well, let's just let's knock him out. Okay, they stop confiding in you. We don't need to read all this stuff. They stop confiding in you. They don't tell you their secrets anymore. Yeah, that's true. There isn't any sex. No. Yeah, no. Okay. <laughs> they are asking for their stuff back. This is a big one, which I should have done with some of my people that I've been... My fucking ex has this, this key that my mom got from Europe. It was amazing. It was this old-time key, and it was for her actual hotel room. And she saved it forever. Well, he originally stole it from me and put it up on his on his um, cork board and I always saw it and I was like well I mean it's not a big deal da, 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 da. like I'll just let him have it well when I was leaving I didn't think to grab it and the fucker still has why would you take something if you're not into somebody anymore why would you steal something from him every time I look at that object I would that think that person that stole a lot of shit from you oh he's a fucking thief I wish I could say his name but I'm not going to get into that okay. um, just because I don't want the fucking backlash because he would go nuclear he's a piece of shit um, they are asking for their stuff back. That what we just said. <laughs> There's no sugar coating with Neil and I. No, like, fuck him. Mm. You disappeared from their social media, Eric. I'm not even on your social media. Crickets. <laughs> Crickets. Their friends are acting weird around you. Oh, another one. Like I've had this happen too, where everybody's all like coded when they. Hear, and like you say something and they're like you know they do yeah. the whole like double take so that's another one they are pushing you to make your own plans so they're like why don't you go do your own thing mm -hmm. why don't you go out with your friends I got my friends why don't you go out with your this is like, I've done that too when I was breaking up with someone yeah it was just yeah I did that I'm like you and your buddy should go to a strip club and he's like what so I lived in Dallas I'm like yeah you should go to a strip club he's like do you care? I'm like, I don't care. And I had his buddy's wives. I called their wives and I'm like, I hope you're okay with your husband going to a strip club because I just told my boyfriend he needs to go. Like he needs to get the boys and go to a strip club. And what did they say? Just cause I, I would, I'd push him out the door all the time. And uh, I don't know, one chick was okay. The other chick was extremely religious. No, she wasn't down for it, but, um, so I've done that. Just get them out the door. Yeah. They have stopped all PDA. Yeah. I've never been a PDA fan, so like that's not really. You won't even hug with. me. I know it's weird, huh? I don't like. I got my bubble. Like, don't break my bubble. You know what I mean? He's so weird about that. Like, he does not like for me to touch him. And then the last one is you aren't getting texts from them anymore. And I'm really bad at texting, and so like this one is kind of like me. Mm. 
I don't know. Like, I'm bad at texting. Like, I'm not the, the big texter. Well, I was kind of thinking about it before I came over here. Like, uh, people that you should not date. And I think flip phone. You should not date anybody with a flip phone. Nobody with a flip phone. Um, no one with... You, you can't date anyone with multiple girlfriend or boyfriends. Right? Exactly. Cardi B says you shouldn't date anybody with kids. Oh, I haven't heard that. What, yeah. What's her... What's the logic behind that? I don't know. Just like, she just... I just... She said it once. It was a couple of years ago. You can't date an alcoholic. I've, I went on a date with a guy in Dallas who... Was an alcoholic. I mean, I'm assuming he was. I don't know. It was my first date. He was very handsome. I think he was an attorney too. But anyway, he showed up in like white linen shorts. Like very J. Crew guy. And we went to a bar to have some snacks and, you know, a couple of drinks. And he starts like throwing back like Tawaka shots. Like immediately. Like boom, boom, boom. And this was before Uber. And we get in the car... And we're about, we're about, I don't know, a couple miles from my house in Dallas. And I remember telling him, I'm like, hey, man, are you okay to drive? He yeah. was hammered. He had Tawaka all over these white linen shorts. Like He, was, he spelt it? Oh, all over him. That's oh, why Jesus. I brought it Yeah. Yeah. It was like his second shot. I remember he poured brown Tawaka all over these white linen shorts. And I said, hey, are you okay to drive? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he popped a fucking curb. <laughs> She almost, got out of the goddamn car. Almost ran over like a lady walking her fucking dog, and it was about five blocks from my house. Yeah, I got out of the car. I would have got out of the car. I'd be like, fuck it. Like, I'll just walk. And then I feel like someone who drinks too much may pee in your closet. Like, that has happened. Yes, I remember that. That has happened. happened. Um, I know they can ghost you, right? I know I dated a goth pro in Dallas that was found in the locker room passed out because he drank all day. That's not a good sign either, so... Well, and here's another thing, too. I'm like, such a bad dater. I'm so bad. <laughs> you would think... Well, everybody's bad. a bad dater. I mean, dating is, is awkward for everybody. I mean, uh, people that, like... Here's the thing. I, I think that people that actually, like, couple up with people in there in, like, long-distance relations for long times, like, they're very, very lucky. Like, everyone makes, it, makes you want to think that that's the normal thing. It's not the normal thing. Like, it's very hard. Denver dating's hard, too. Well, it's not just Denver. Okay. It's anywhere. No, I mean, I've been talking to some friends in Dallas, and they're like, it's... Or you get into it, like, here's other things. It's like, or you meet people that are in miserable relationships, and they're only in a relationship because they settled, and they don't want to go out and, and go deal with it. Yeah. No, or, no. like, they can't deal with loneliness. Yeah. Like, and so, like, the thing is, like, you got to kind of find that that sweet spot. Like, you're kind of a perfect, you're a perfect example of, like, what people should be doing if you're single and in a thing you don't which settle is, for you don't is, settle for shit which is nothing <laughs> well, no, but, but, no but like that's usually when it happens though too is like when you stop looking for it no you know? i know i just yeah i have absolutely zero interest and in, mm, that doesn't sound fun to me right now but um i don't know i mean i'm happy i'm fine being alone i mean i feel like sometimes i'd rather be alone just like you said than in the wrong relationship right it's not any fun I, I would rather be alone than yeah. in a bad relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And like, you know, like I I am in a relationship now. Don't tell him. No, but I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but like, it was totally like not planned, not even, like you, you didn't even expect it at all. In fact, yeah, we got, we, we didn't get in a fight, but when he first told me that he broke up, because we weren't even dating or anything, we were just friends, but I had a little crush on him on Eric when I first met Eric, but I was mm -hmm. like, whatever. But when he told me that they, that he broke up with his ex and we were out to dinner, like just hanging out as friends, 
I think the whole conversation stopped right then and there. And I was like, okay, check please. And so I got the check and I left because I just found out that day I was moving to a I hotel. know. And I, I was know. like so pissed off. Huh. Yeah. I know, but it all worked out. It all worked out. Well, for me, it did. I don't know about Eric. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, if you are thinking about committing suicide, <laughs> oh, if you are thinking about committing suicide and you need help or you're lonely, you're sad, you're depressed, please call 1-800-273-8255 or 1-800-273-TALK. If you have some dating horror stories that you want us to talk about or that you'd like to send us, email us at I wish I was dead. That's D E D podcast at gmail.com because that's not short. And um, let us know what you think. We'll read the best ones over the episode. Misty, what do you what were I'm you sorry? Say? Oh, nothing. I that was great. I had a lot of fun. I. I, I... We, we love it we, when Misty's on because Misty's even, so true. We didn't true. even share any like social media dating stories like Bumble, Tinder. That could be a whole other episode. Uh, we Tinder need to dates. do it. Uh, yeah, we're going <laughs> to do that. We're going to fucking do that. That's awesome. Yeah. But All thank right. you for listening. Thanks. Follow us on Facebook. I wish I was dead. Follow us on Instagram. I wish I was dead. Um, and seriously, like send us your emails. Let us know what you think. And thanks for listening. Bye. Bye-bye.